Creative Babble. Have you ever thought of investing in real estate instead of the stock market? Oh, man, I think about it all the time. Location, 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 right? What are we talking about? Like, are we going to invest in downtown Manhattan or, or San Francisco, Miami? What are you thinking? No, we're talking about mobile homes, brother. Are you Ooh. interested in this? I honestly have never even considered it, Neil. Mobile homes, wow. Yeah, so uh, I discovered Shamin Van Gundy. Okay, she is the queen of mobile homes. She's got a big following and she's down in Texas. Why don't we listen to a little clip of Shamin talk to us a little bit about mobile home investing. Hi, I'm Shamin Van Gundy, best-selling author and mobile home millionaire. And in today's video, we're gonna talk about cash flow real estate. Now, a lot of people wanna know what real estate investments actually cash flow the best. The first one is, of course, mobile homes, right? Mobile homes really are little boxes that spit out cash. They're amazing. Wow, Shimin Van Gundy. Wow, she's quite the saleswoman, right? But Neil, I've never, never in a million years thought about investing in mobile homes. That just doesn't seem to be that lucrative, or is it? I mean, how safe is it to invest in mobile homes? Well, evidently, Shimin has, you know, sold hundreds and hundreds of them. I mean, she flips them and she knows a ton of secrets. As she said in the video, a mobile home millionaire. I mean, even on her website, one of her clients, Tom, out of Colorado, writes, quote, I believe what separates Shimin from her competition is her heart. She doesn't have a bad bone in her body, and she only does deals that are a win-win for everyone, period. I mean, she's a winner. And in October 2021 on Facebook, she wrote, I didn't always have a great relationship with money. I went from thinking rich people were bad and that people who made money some way hurt others to get there to actually realizing that there are very few people that were born to rich parents and who inherited money. And most people who have money have actually worked and earned it. I am so blessed to be able to do what I do, to empower people, to help them create the lives they deserve. Wow, Neil, that's really powerful stuff there, right? This is like a real Cinderella story. Yeah, it's a rags to riches story. I mean, she didn't have a great relationship with money, but what does she end up doing? She becomes a millionaire. According to a profile that was in Power Magazine, Van Gundy, quote, noticed the need for mobile homes and affordable housing. What did she do? In 2015, she incorporated Outstanding Real Estate Solutions, Inc. And then she went from at least a claimed negative 50K net worth to over 1 million in net worth in just 16 months. I mean, rags to riches, Cinderella, it's a perfect story. And she's pointing to this real problem that we have that Mobile homes are the last affordable housing in America. And you know what? She actually might be right about that because cities, I mean, I know where we live in Raleigh, you know, affordable housing is hard to find and developers are not incentivized to, to create low-income housing. So mobile homes actually does seem like a solution. And in fact, I just looked this up. 
approximately 3.2 million adults over the age of 60 live in mobile homes. And that's according to the Census Bureau. Yeah, those are some big numbers. And from an investment standpoint, right, it's probably a good investment opportunity. Like if you can go in and renovate mobile homes, flip mobile homes, purchase mobile home parks. If you look at it through the lens of an investment opportunity, you know, with such high demand, it probably is a pretty good investment. So Neil, I guess we've reached the point in the show where we stop entertaining the fact that investing in mobile homes is actually a good idea. So tell us, what was Shimin Van Gundy really up to? Yeah, well, as we remember, it's called Outstanding Real Estate Solutions and Javier. The only thing that's outstanding are the payments that she was guaranteeing to her investors. Shimin Van Gundy, allegedly, because this is hot off the presses, is a Ponzi schemer. Believe it or not, she's on the Ponzi playbook. Congratulations, Shimin. (laughs) And of course, presumed innocent until found guilty, right? Correct. So, Javier, let's dive in to the mobile home millionaire's Ponzi scheme. I'm ready. Are you? Let's do it. I'm Neil McTie. And I'm Javier Leva. And this is the Ponzi Playbook. So Shimin Van Gundy is a mother of five, 46 years old. She had her first child when she was 18. She had a nasty divorce, remarried. She went on when she was 37 years old to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the book. I haven't read it, but it changed her life. Mm. And she decided at that time that she was going to move on from her career as a paralegal to pursuing a life of entrepreneurship and building her own business. So far, so good. And Neil, what part of Texas is Shimin from? She lives near San Antonio in a little town called New Braunfels. I had never heard of it. But oh, I've been there. It's it's awesome. Really? Yes, they have incredible. Uh, yeah, the, uh, a great water park, lots of great barbecue. I think there's a dance hall t- around there somewhere. But uh, yeah, my uh, wife's family is from that area, so I'm I'm quite familiar. So coincidental, Javier. Is there something you're hiding from me? Do you did you go down there to visit Shimin and explore this opportunity, or or is it truly a family affair? Yeah, yeah, just strictly family, but I I missed out on this amazing investment opportunity. So in 2015, Shimin forms Outstanding Real Estate Solutions, Inc. And she initially seeks out investment opportunities in real estate, you know, specifically mobile homes. And then she goes on quickly to be the self-proclaimed queen of mobile homes. She launches a website mobilehomemillionaire.com and she starts building her brand. She starts using social media like Facebook and YouTube to attract investors 
And then she also starts promoting these seminars that folks could enroll in and sit down with her and other like-minded people who are interested in investing in mobile homes and sort of build energy, but also, well, build an investment pipeline and money stream for her company. Two of Shimin's early believers actually ended up becoming sort of business partners. One was a musician from Georgia, Mike Trofimov, and the other was Maria Tosta, also from New Braunfels, Texas. And later in this episode, we're going to learn a little bit more about them. But before we do that, Javier, could you share a little bit about the sort of investment programs that Shimin was offering at these seminars? Oh, yeah. I mean, Shemaine made it very easy to invest, right? She came up with these categories so that anybody could just easily understand how much to invest. For the bronze level, you could invest $20,000 and get an annual ROI of 15%, which is huge, right? But in the silver, you invest $50,000, you get 18%. Gold, you could invest $100,000 and get 20%. Or the platinum, you invest $150,000 or more and you get a 22% ROI. Yeah, she's packaged these up really nicely. Simple terms, bronze, silver, gold, platinum. And I see too that they have five-year terms and you know, you're going to get paid quarterly. And if you wish, you could just then reinvest that money and keep on going. Yeah, and this turned out to be quite a cash cow. I mean, Van Gundy raised $18.5 million from 600 investors that we know of from June 2018 to November 2021. And her company was supposed to buy, fix, flip all these mobile homes, 400 mobile homes total. And this wasn't just a, a Texas thing. I mean, she targeted investors from 14 states and two different countries. But instead of investing all that money and purchasing and refurbishing and reselling these mobile homes. The reality is that the company only owned a few mobile homes. Just a few? Yeah. And this is the, this is the best part. She would find identification numbers of other mobile homes from other retailers to deceive the investors. And this is exactly where the Ponzi scheme begins, because She's receiving all of this money from these investors, but then what is she doing? She's not actually purchasing these mobile homes. She's not upfitting them, refurbishing them, flipping them. She's just pulling in the cash and then using that like a classic Ponzi to pay back prior investors. And she does it through the classic Ponzi stunts. For example, she's promising those guaranteed returns but then she's omitting key information to investors. For example, she's not letting the investors know that she's paying commissions to salespeople. She's not letting the investors know that she doesn't actually have liens on specific mobile homes. And most importantly, she's selling the same mobile homes to multiple investors. I mean, she's basically just saying, hey, here's a mobile home. You want to invest in this one? And then she's going to another person and offering that same mobile home. So she's hiding the fact that she doesn't actually have new investment opportunities. And on her investor materials, she's saying that she's flipped hundreds of these homes. But of course, she hasn't. So bingo, we've got a Ponzi. 
All right, so now the queen of mobile homes has found herself tangled up in this Ponzi scheme, and we all know what comes next, the downfall. That's after the break. You know, the thing about these Ponzi schemes is that eventually they get caught, but what exactly happened that really brought unwanted attention to the queen of mobile homes? Well, according to Shimin, there was, quote, unusual weather in Texas last month. But let me unpack that for you, okay? Okay. What I'm really saying is that in December of 2021, Outstanding Real Estate Solutions, Inc., her business partner, Mike Trofimov, Shimin herself, and another company that Mike owned in Georgia, were sued for fraud by an investor from California. So that lawsuit exposes the mechanics of the fraud, the plaintiff in that lawsuit actually ended up winning a default judgment against all the parties for about 400K. And he didn't even get his first interest payment. It was that bad. And I am going to pass it to you to read an excerpt from that lawsuit. I think it'll help explain to our listeners why I was talking about the weather. Van Gundy's not making payments and she's full of excuses. Like this letter written March 2021 by Van Gundy, she claims that the delays were the results of issues with the defendant's banking and processing companies, and that they're also experiencing delays in providing such an update because of, quote, unusual weather in Texas last month. I mean, what? You know, like San Antonio is hot all the time. <laughs> what, what, what kind of weather event could have delayed the payment? I don't know, but I guess all of those ACHs and wire transfers are really affected by high heat. I think rather the heat was the fact that there were lies, right? So as we know, there was a default judgment, the plaintiff wins, and bad things start to happen. In April of 2022, it really couldn't get worse for Van Gundy and her associates. A Texas state court actually placed outstanding real estate solutions into receivership because there was shareholder litigation, including this litigation, but also other lawsuits that we'll not get into today. But shareholders just weren't getting paid and the fraud was exposed. And eventually that hit what, Javier? Now the mobile home hits the fan, right? Like everybody knows that the queen of mobile homes might be running a Ponzi scheme. And here's a quote from the San Antonio Express. One of the investor's attorneys says, everything we've seen indicates that outstanding real estate solutions has no assets. In fact, the only property that is owned is actually Miss Van Gundy's own house, her real estate. And she tried to sell that without telling the court. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Ouch. But, you know, the attorney for the investor said that at the end of the day, There was nothing there. Nothing. So the situation had gotten so dire, right, that she literally had just spent all the money. She wasn't able to repay any of her investors. And I think we actually stumbled across an interesting solution she presented, right, to the courts. What was that? Well, when you hit rock bottom, right, and you have no money, and the only money that your company has is your own property where she lives, you have to resort to some extreme measures, okay? And the queen of mobile home, Van Gundy, 
She allegedly told a Georgia couple, I guess investors, that she would pay them back by selling her eggs to a fertility clinic. (laughs) No comment. Wow. As I said, in April of 2022, a Texas state court placed her company into receivership due to the litigation, right? And what do we see her do? A day after, she actually decides to file personal bankruptcy, which actually appears to be true, right? She was bankrupt. But she was denied that discharge in September of 2022. And in May 2023, the SEC officially files a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Texas, charging Outstanding Real Estate Solutions and its CEO and founder, Shimin Bangundi, and her salespeople for their roles in raising approximately $18 million from at least 600 investors through a fraudulent mobile home investment scheme. Yeah, May of 2023 was a pretty bad time for Shimin and her business partners. The company is zapped by the SEC. I actually did a little digging and found that Trofimov actually appeared to have sold his home, this beautiful seven-acre property in Georgia, for about 875000 in April. And then on May 11th of 2023, He and his company actually settled their judgment with that investor. Remember that lawsuit from back in 2021? He actually ends up paying about $200,000 and settles that lawsuit, which I found fascinating, right? Because he knew, Shimin knew, they all knew the SEC was investigating them. And the reason why we know that is because Maria Tosta, when they filed that lawsuit, she had already settled the matter in anticipation of the suit. So you can only speculate what Trofimov was doing there. So let's get back to Shimin Van Gundy because she, you know, after all, she is the queen of mobile homes. And, you know, she's made some pretty powerful claims about where she came from and and how she became the person that she ultimately did. She says that she was sexually abused when she was in the foster care system. She says she was one of seven children and her parents were part of a religious cult. You know, she grew up in Iowa and a trailer home. This is her backstory, right? But as heartbreaking as that is, it's it's really hard to separate what's true and what's not with Van Gundy because, you know, just recently, Van Gundy says that she's been having a lot of health issues after she fell last December and her doctor advised her not to testify in court in mid-April because she has to keep her stress levels down and Her lawyer says that compelling her to take the witness stand would force her to have an epileptic seizure. And during the hearing, Van Gundy was getting around with a walker. And in fact, she never even entered the courtroom. She just sat in a conference room right next door. So yeah, you know, it's like these crazy stories, these childhood stories that that seem so deep and personal. And then now that she's in trouble, you have all these, these health issues and it's just hard. It's hard to tell what's true and what's not with the, the queen of mobile homes. Yeah, you're right. It's hard to tell fact from fiction. You know, you want to believe that she is honest as it relates to her past, right? Stating that you've been sexually abused or in and out of the foster home. I'm not here to deny any of that. I mean, I don't know. So we have to ask ourselves a question since there's some overlap here. You know, they say your passion's where your pain is, right? You know, she's out there, the queen of mobile homes, yet she states that she grew up in a traumatic environment and that environment 
included a mobile home. So you wonder, you know, why do people do things? What's their motives? And a traumatic past may be at the root of all of this. I'm not a psychologist, and I'll leave that up to someone else to analyze, but there's a big question mark there. So stepping aside from all of those questions, which we're not going to get answers on, what we do know is that she's facing a very fresh lawsuit. And in the SEC complaint, we can see how Shamin spent the money. Yeah, it's believed that Van Gundy cashed $5.7 million of investors' funds, and she used it for all kinds of things, for paying her nanny, for private school tuition for her kids, veterinarian bills for her horses, car payments, shopping sprees, and to eliminate some of her debt. I mean, Shimin Van Gundy was bringing in a weekly salary of $7,000. Not bad. And as you let our listeners know, they raised over $18 million for this company. $11 million of that was paid out in interest payments. And then additionally, those undisclosed commissions were going out of the account too. So Trofimov got over 750000 in commissions, Tosta over hundred k, and Santos Kid out of Hawaii got nearly $300,000 in commissions. So Neil, what is Van Gundy up to now? What, what's going on with her case? Van Gundy's sitting around probably talking to her lawyers on the phone. I mean, this is a fresh case from the SEC. Her business has already collapsed. She's dealt with civil lawsuits over the years, and she's probably mulling over whether she's going to settle with the SEC. There's perhaps in the background a criminal investigation. We don't know. We'll be sure to keep our eyes on it and tweet out any updates for our listeners. But we just know that Shimin is uh, not living the high life. Well, yeah, she is living the high life for sure. Now, I just looked up her home. Is she really? Yeah, it's a beautiful home. It's $1.3 million. And it looks like it has custom wooden cabinets everywhere. And like, just, I mean, this thing looks like out of a magazine. It's a far cry from the mobile homes that she was trying to pawn off on people. So, Neil, what are we talking about next time? I was thinking about, do you want to do the cow manure Ponzi? (laughs) Are you kidding me? I don't know what you're talking about, but I want to know everything about the cow manure Ponzi. That's it for today. Follow us on Twitter at Ponzi Playbook. And please tell your friends and family about this show. We really, really appreciate your support. And as I always say, whatever you do, don't start a Ponzi.